0: Don't let being treated for pain be a pain. Come to Downtown's Healthcare, 950 17th Street in Denver. Find out how to reduce pain naturally without surgery, without drugs. Call Downtown's Healthcare, 303 292 9992. Now in Lowry or downtown. Not only because of Apple, but I don't trust that some of the device doesn't exist now or won't be created or invented to capture all this data from this phone so let's just say that this iWatch 8 was monitoring your blood pressure or monitoring your medicine intake or something and suddenly the app gets changed or something else gets changed to a remote device that provides medicine to you well mm-hmm. because data got it interfered with. hello everyone it's that time for the jaymore tech talk show We answer questions about technology, explain the way they should work, and why they don't sometimes. And now here's your host, John C. Morley. Well, hey, everybody, and welcome once again to the Jay Moore Tech Talk Show. Uh, It's always great to be here. And Marcus, we are here on the first Friday of September 2021. It's great to have you here tonight. Welcome.
1: Happy September and a Happy Friday.
0: Yes, and pretty soon we'll be saying Happy October and then Happy <laughs> Thanksgiving, right? No right. And then Happy New Year, right?
1: Happy New Year's <laughs> coming. It's coming.
0: <laughs> Speaking about things coming, you know, when you talk about uh, doing things for for a charity and and also you know trying to give back uh, to some great people out there. Uh, There's a great organization, and we want to thank them for their sponsorship, and that's Every One Wins Foundation. So that is E-V-E-R-Y, the number one, W-I-N-S dot org. Uh, They have a great platform. We'll tell you a little more about that uh, later in the program, but we want to thank you so much for your sponsorship and choosing to be with Jaymore. We know you have a lot of places you can go, and we thank you for uh, putting your investment in our show Um, And we hope we get you a lot of great uh, listeners and viewers uh, to check you out a little bit later. Well, listen, you know, when we think about, you know, things that are happening now, you know, a lot of us have been in this virtual world, right? I'm sure there's no pun intended on that. Uh, Whether we're, whether, uh, and I think the coming joke was always, you know, um, you know, when when you're at home, people say, well, gee, uh, so you don't have to wear pants. Now, I know, Marcus, every time I've been on a virtual call, I just dress up. I I don't feel comfortable yeah. not wearing pants, but there's a lot of people that they just throw a shirt, a shirt on and they feel it's okay to get in front of the camera like that.
1: Yeah. That's, that's pretty ridiculous. And, you know, I, I think you got to still have some common courtesy here. You know, you got to still consider that like it's still professionalism it always have to come first.
0: Exactly. And then when you go to one of these uh, VIP office buildings, or, you know, these, uh, Uh, centers where they basically rent out office space and they have a great big sign. Welcome. Unfortunately, you have to wear pants here. (laughs) I mean, I get it. It's a joke, but I think we need to be serious. And speaking about being serious, you know, sometimes people's um, blunders and whether they're just or not, people are horsing around. Or maybe it's just their um, lack of experience, or a variety of things could lead to catastrophes, uh, Marcus. And I'm talking about Zoom, I'm talking about uh, any other virtual platform uh, mm-hmm. that you could have a meeting on. Because what a lot of people don't realize is that these little bloopers, or jokes, or messages, or images suddenly might get back to their manager. And then they might just receive an email or a phone call that says the words, Marcus, you're fired. (laughs) And when they ask, what did I do? You don't know what you did? Not really sure. Well, maybe you should have been a little more professional on the Zoom call. And I think there's a point where we need professionalism, but I think if somebody honestly makes a mistake, Marcus, I don't Mm -hmm. think that's grounds for someone to be fired. So if someone goofs up, I get it. If it's unintentional, right? Right. But when somebody does something that's intentional, that's a problem. And what's happening is, is that lots of the executives at these large firms by workplace corroboration software, um, ranging from unsettling to, they claim embarrassing to hilarious. So I think it comes down to people's dry humor. Yeah. And uh, they actually have a word for it. They call it the caterney. And they're now looking back at laughs. And uh, being tuned into these action figures and Zoom call blunders can be hazardous, not only to your health, but to the safety of your career. Did you know that nearly one in four executives have fired a staffer for slipping up during a video or audio conference?
1: Well, that says a lot of, about just, you know, who you who you can really you know play with and who you can cannot. Uh, it, it it really is becoming something that is going to become a lot more alarming, uh, especially if we stay st- stick with this remote work uh, environment. It, you're going to find a lot of people losing their jobs. And,
0: and the funny thing is, Marcus, this wasn't this strict when people were going to work. No,
1: it's not. It wasn't.
0: This is becoming so much more... I'm gonna say intrusive, yeah. and one of the jokes was uh, the Zoom call etiquette. When your human is on a Zoom call, whisper instead of barking. Now that might sound kind of funny, but that might be a little bit too over the line. Yeah, yeah, it you know?
1: can. Yeah, it can be. You know, uh, some people can take it take things to offense. You know, quite easily. And, and again, when we are behind the computer, we've been trained that the computer means work time automatically.
0: I think what it comes from, Marcus, is not so much the person, but it's the actions they take to try to be funny. So one person put a cat gif up on the screen. Now, we're not seeing them put naked people on the screen yet, quote unquote, but... I mean how far are these people gonna go and and are they doing this because their minds are just like shot <laughs> I think we got to cut some people a little slack
1: yeah it'd be it would be great if we could have people just give a little agency and 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 also if it becomes an issue maybe have a, a counselor session with people and Yeah, I don't
0: think it's grounds to be fired on like your first out. You know what I'm saying? Not at all. But people are seeing this, Marcus, as a very serious thing. And I think they're just using it as an excuse to fire people. So the message, ladies and gentlemen, is that if you're working for a company and you're home or you're at the office and you're going to be meeting with other people, then make sure you're on your best behavior and it's not the time for jokes. Now, I also wanna tell you that I'm talking about companies and corporations. This also can happen in the private sector world. You own a company and suddenly your clients might fire you because you did something that was inappropriate. So it's not just restricted to employers and employees. It's also in the realm of vendor and clients. That's a whole other can of worms, isn't it?
1: That is. Yeah. It's then hidden in your pocketbook.
0: Yeah. And I think right now, everyone is just looking for ways to cut back. And to be honest, Marcus, they're looking for ways to fire people. Because if they find a legitimate way to fire someone, well, then that kind of lets them off the hook. Maybe they don't have to pay unemployment then. Who knows?
1: Yeah, that's another another thing that comes into play too.
0: And uh, speaking about play, Google's playing around too. They're pushing back their office return again.
1: Well... You know, if we knew this was going to happen, this was
0: going to happen, we said this about a month ago.
1: Yeah, yeah. If we had had, if you had a glass ball, you know, and, and you told these these future predictions, <laughs> you know, we, we could call you Prophet John. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh they're now going to welcome workers back, Marcus, in January 2022. <laughs> Just like all the other big giants. Yeah, they were planning to open in October, I guess, and have some. uh halloween cake and and uh a jack-o'-lantern but now that's off the table yeah and most companies now have a vaccine mandate for employers and for vendors this is we said this before marcus this is not going away overnight no, I think not. we're looking at least another, probably another sixteen to twenty-two months minimum.
1: Yeah, uh, we we always knew it would run well into uh, twenty twenty-two, uh, so we we shouldn't be surprised because there's there's still a lot of things that's been canceled into twenty twenty-two. Yeah, they're not years. they're not just
0: being postponed anymore; they're getting no. canceled. Yes. Tell me that's not pathetic. No, it's not. And and I get it, Marcus, if there's a reason, okay? But if there's no reason, let's stop making up these mammoth excuses, right? Yeah. Well, Apple's doing it again. Uh, They're really igniting the power on their new watch health tech. So Apple wants to get your whole health thing down pat. They're adding the smartwatch tools by the end of this year to track your blood pressure per minute. And the Wall Street Journal, um, and I quote, is citing anonymous sources. It's an attempt to do for health what the iPhone did for cameras, flashlights, and other devices by housing them all in one small computer. I don't know if I agree with that.
1: No, I, I, I don't need to. <laughs>
0: so apple's planning these new futuristic changes for the medical um as what they're stating blood pressure a wrist thermometer to help with get this fertility and to track fevers and sleep apnea and alerts for low blood oxygen and maybe one day they're saying it's going to detect diabetes digitally wow So the Apple Watch 8, in case you're wondering, it may launch this uh, this new fertility thermometer along with the blood pressure monitoring system. And this new functionality is going to bring the Apple Watch back on par because you and I both know that I don't have a desire to own an Apple Watch. The only way I'm getting an Apple Watch is so I can do an unboxing for my show. But is it something I want to wear every day? Heck no.
1: Yeah, it's just uh, one one more annoying thing to have to worry about, you know, not losing.
0: Exactly. And how much will the new uh, Apple Eight Watch cost? Do you think? Uh, I'm
1: guessing uh, ninety nine. Uh, excuse me, nine 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 ninety nine. <laughs> well,
0: well, here's the thing. This is the funny part about this. Yeah. Um, the price tag on this. Okay, um, is being set on a per month basis. Wow! Yes. <laughs>
1: so, so they want to keep you locked in. <laughs> so,
0: <laughs> well, it's going to be like they don't tell you how how long it's going to be though. Yeah. So when we talked about the flagship iWatch technology, uh, the iWatch was around three hundred ninety nine dollars to four hundred twenty nine dollars. And they're still boosting the Watch 6, but the Watch 6 isn't going to have the same technology as the Watch Mm 8. Now, in case you were wondering what that watch costs, because we have pricing on that watch, there's lots of different prices you can pay. Uh, You can start at $399, and they say it's only $16.62 for 24 months with the International uh, Collection Sport Loop. Uh, and they're all pretty much the same price. And then if you want to go to the gold aluminum case with braided solo loop, it's only four forty nine or eighteen seventy a month. We're trying to get people comfortable in spending, you know, this this extra money. You know what I'm saying? Right. And then you can jump all the way up to four forty nine a month for only eighteen seventy. And then you can jump up again if that's not enough for you. Uh, you know, you can jump up to a you can jump up to a watch that's you ready for this one? Better sit down for this. Uh, this watch is in the Hermes series. Okay. Mm. And they start as low as only $51.20 per month for a nice ticket price of $12.29 plus tax. It's 24 months. And if that wasn't enough for you, they have one at $58.29 at $13.99 plus tax. So um interesting what where they're going with this.
1: Yeah, I'll be I'll be thrilled to see uh what. So they have the not really
0: launched an eight watch eight price yet, but if I had to guess, if it's if it's because again they have different categories of you know how it is the band and things like that, I would say it's probably going to be somewhere around five six hundred dollars is is my guess.
1: I think that's pretty a pretty fair pretty fair guesstimate uh, at that price range, and. And just one one question, John. You know how, how concerned should we be about the our data uh, and yeah, dealing with a that, like that, this? You
0: knew that was running through my head. <laughs> I yeah. I really don't trust this. Um, not only because of Apple, but I don't trust that some of the device doesn't exist now or won't be created or invented to capture all this data from this phone. So let's just say that this iWatch 8 was monitoring your blood pressure or monitoring your medicine intake or something. And suddenly the app gets changed or something else gets changed to a remote device that provides medicine to you. Mm -hmm. All because data got interfered with, that's pretty scary. So Mm -hmm. I'm not in love with this concept, Marcus not in love with it at all. So I'll probably get one. I'll unbox it, talk about it. And I'll probably never wear it. <laughs> It'll be just a, one of those fads. That's a business expense. that will just sit in the closet.
1: Yeah,
0: that makes sense. It's, it's definitely going to, you know, be a very, um, interesting thing. You know, when you think about all the things that you can do with your regular watch and, Now the fact that, you know, you have this watch and everyone thinks it's going to be a game changer. And I believe it is going to be a game changer. But I don't think anyone in life is really going to win anymore with the iWatch 6, the 8, or no iWatch. I don't think it's going to have an impact on someone's success.
1: No, I... I don't either, and just just looking at like where we are right now in society, and with with the overload of different tech, uh, I, it just it doesn't really seem like it plays a big, a big play right now, in, in the way the world's moving.
0: Yeah, it's the way it's moving, and and people are so focused on winning, and they're so focused on getting the latest fad because they think it's going to give them the cutting edge. But speaking about cutting edge and speaking about winning, um, our sponsor, Every One Wins Foundation, that's E-V-E-R-Y One Wins Foundation. Um, So what they do is they give both the recipient and the donor the tools so that everyone wins. But how do they actually do that? Well, that's an excellent question. So as a charity, they have an online fundraising platform to provide the exposure needed to promote the story to the world about your event. And here's the best part, Marcus. It's completely free to register and start raising funds for your charity. Now, many other online platforms that we might have seen before um, are different, you know, and they actually uh, ask for uh, money uh, and to forward that money. Well, everyone wins. They don't forward any money to a recipient. Only products and services so there's right. no real worry about money being stolen because the only thing really being sent is a wish list. That's mm-hmm. what it is, a charity wish list. And so the donors know exactly how their generous donation is being spent, accountability and transparency. So if you are really looking to make an impact at your next charity um event for your 501c3 organization and you want to Get the things that people need, but you don't want to have to be hampered down with the money and worrying about the accountability of where the money is. Check out Everyone Wins. That's E-V-E-R-Y, the number one, W-I-N-S dot org. And you can find them right online uh, in any of your browsers and, and check them out. Like I said, what do you have to lose, Marcus? It's completely free and you can start raising funds for your charity. I mean, how good is that?
1: That's awesome, John. So you know, check out
0: everyonewins.org. And once again, we want to thank you very much for your sponsorship and for all you're doing for many of the 501c3s and other charities out there. You know, I might get over
1: there now, John.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I'm thinking about that too. We got to finish the yeah. show first. You know, we'll, yeah, you gotta, <laughs> let's stay with me first, all right? You can okay. go after as soon as we finish. Uh, but, you know, I got to tell you, Facebook, we talk about Facebook all the time. Yes. They take away features. I don't find, Marcus, that they're as effective as an advertising platform. I'm not sure if you agree or disagree, but I just don't think they're they're really giving you the best for your buck anymore.
1: No, I, I really don't. Uh, I, I think they can play so many games without the algorithms and, and then also with uh, just making you compete with so many other people. It's, it doesn't really seem really effective.
0: And the thing that I think is really interesting, Marcus, is that when you think about how you could spend a little bit of money and get a lot of results. Now, I noticed that the same amount of money gets spent, but I don't seem to get a lot of results. So their algorithm seems to spend my money faster. Yes. But I don't feel like I'm really reaching a target. And I'll be honest with you. Do I throw some money at it once in a while, but not more than 10 or 25 bucks on a campaign? I just don't think it's worth what it was before. I think something needs to change with Facebook. be honest with you, I think the whole company needs to be restructured because I think it's just a mess. I mean, what they're doing and, you know, there's no real consistency to anything. And now let's talk about something new they're doing. So Facebook is now no longer requiring you to go to Messenger anymore for Facebook video or audio. All right, that's nice. But how does that help me as a consumer, as a business owner? What does that do for me? Absolutely nothing,
1: you know, and it's going to confuse everyone.
0: It is, it, you
1: know, like you said, the, the, the inconsistencies here, uh, and this, this company is just all over the place because. You know, they think they're just cause they bid, they can do whatever they want.
0: That's the problem with a lot of these tech mammoth giants online. They believe they don't have to follow the rules. You know, that that is yeah. a, a real, real problem. But speaking about Facebook and rules, Texas is getting a little bit upset. Because they're about to pass a new law banning Facebook from censoring conservatives. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, wow is right. They're taking one step in the direction to proclaim a law that's going to make it more difficult for social media companies to moderate political content. Now, this is both the Texas House and the Senate, and they have both approved the bill earlier this past week, and they're sending it to the government, to uh, uh, Greg Abbott's desk for final approval right now.
1: Yeah, so I mean, just thinking back to like when you had your own issues uh, with uh, with uh, you know with some of the things that like you know you posted, but it was nothing. You know, you said nothing offensive whatsoever, and you no, know, so- and, it, and
0: it, did, it didn't, it didn't, it didn't, it didn't uh, cause anybody to feel hurt. It was just exposure, and yeah. I didn't defame anybody. Nothing like that. But because somebody got jealous that I was getting traction, they reported me falsely and said I was doing something wrong. And then Facebook just didn't even bother to check it out. They just blocked me. Yeah. And the thing that I don't like about them, Marcus, regardless of how big they are, I don't like the fact that they don't bend over to say I'm sorry. You know, they make a mistake. It's a mistake slap on the wrist. They don't even say they're sorry.
1: Yeah, there's there's obviously no customer service in place at all. You know, customer service is non-existent. Customer, um,
0: customer what?
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I don't even think they know what that means in their headquarters. Customer so. who? <laughs> yeah, there's no customer. The person so, that
0: pays the money, the advertiser? That's yeah. the only customer they care about, Marcus. Right. They don't care about you or I that aren't spending, and they don't care about my 25 bucks. In fact, the minute I dropped below several hundred dollars, they took me out of that free advertising assistance program. And all yeah. that is a program to get you to pay more money. And they rip you off with some person from one of these companies like Accenture that knows nothing about your business, but just says this one thing. Well, you need to increase your budget. Well, why? No, because uh, you need to just you have to increase your budget, maybe double or triple. Well, Why? Well, no, no, because we've been doing this one. How long have you been working for Facebook? Oh, a little time. A month? Two months? A week? Three days? One week? Two weeks? Okay, that's what I thought. (laughs) So (laughs) this new bill that we're talking about here in Texas would make it unlawful for social media companies with more than 50 million users like Facebook and Twitter to censor users and content based on political views or geographic location. This includes moderation actions like banning, deplatforming, or demonetizing users and removing posts. So this is not designed for you or I. No. This is designed. HIV is still an issue in Montgomery County. The more open we're able to talk about HIV, we treat it like any other health prevention.
1: PREP stands for pre-exposure prophylaxis people who are not HIV positive, who may be at high risk for contracting the disease.
0: This is a good choice for you. It's just a way for you to sort of take control and say, I'm gonna do this to protect myself. Do it for them, do it for you, Montgomery County.
1: Learn more about PrEP, the HIV prevention medication. Visit doitforyoumc.org.
0: So that if you or I post something, it has to do with Texas, Facebook or Twitter can't touch it with a 10-foot pole or they're going to be slapped. It's almost like a restraining order. It you know, is. Order. That if they do the wrong thing, well, they're going to find themselves in jail or they're going to have themselves a nice little financial present.
1: <laughs> uh, I think more states should get on board with something like this. You know, uh, because it's, it's quite obvious that like the federal government, you know, backed out of his chance to, to to jump on board a, a long time ago uh, after being in bed with um, Facebook and Twitters. And, you know,
0: exactly. You know, the only yeah. one I have to tell you that really uh, doesn't seem to play this game. You know, I'm always very partial to LinkedIn. I mean, it's more of a professional network. I won't say they're all 100 percent great, but I have to tell you, I at least agree with the ideals of LinkedIn. Yeah. The only thing I don't like there is they don't make things clear about what their rules are. Um, but they are very fair. Like I told you what happened about a, a, a week or two ago. There was a lady that tagged on my post. Okay, I figured that's fine. Not only did she tag on my post, she says she's a realtor. All right, I'm still not bent out of shape. Then she says she has three open houses this weekend. And here's the address to them. I thought that was a little below the belt. I clicked on the little button, anonymously report. In five to 10 minutes, I got an email, Dear Mr. Morley, um, we will investigate the situation immediately. And if if we find out that they are uh, in violation of the LinkedIn terms of service condition, you can rest assured the post will be removed and they'll be dealt with. Within 24 hours, I got an email, Dear Mr. Morley, we have have, uh, investigated the situation. Thank you very much for notifying us and have indeed found that the post did violate the LinkedIn ter- LinkedIn terms and service conditions and has been removed and the person has been reprimanded. Thank you for your anonymous report. <laughs> so I think the problem with LinkedIn, I don't know if I told you this, I had a hundred, I still have people that are commenting. On this, I have over 120 people that posted on a comment I made last week. Yeah. 100, 125 people. And you know all I said, Marcus? I said something very interesting. I said LinkedIn is a platform.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And when you get to make a connection, that's not a right. That's a privilege.
1: It is. Totally.
0: And people abuse it. Do you know I had three people jump down my throat? Three people out of 125. The other 123 people thought what I said was amazing. I had people come up with all kinds of comments, racist comments, all kinds of things. that wow. Marcus, there was no there was no place for any of that. I had one guy come to me. He says, "He says, so that's how you're treating us." I said, "Sir, I said I- I'm not treating anybody any way." I said, "I have a very strict policy: no stigma, uh, no no discrimination for race, sexual orientation, religion, color, creed." Oh, oh, OK, we're good. He comes back. He says, well, your your post didn't clarify that. Or he came to me, he says, you know what he says? And this is what he said to me. And I welcome everyone. Race, religion, color. Comes back to me, he says to me, he says, uh, your, your photo is racist.
1: <laughs> this was
0: another post. I says, Can I ask why? He it? Yes. He says, you intentionally left a black person out of the photo. I what? said, no, we didn't. I said, he says, I know that photo. I said, we cropped it. He said, yes, you cropped it right out with a person was. I said, we cropped it for space. I will make sure next time we post a photo that it has every color of person in there. (laughs) I, I could not believe this. This was a reverend too, Marcus.
1: Oh my goodness.
0: And I apologized. He said, no, no, we're all good. He said, we're good. Have a good day. You can go away. He chastised me for like 10 minutes and I apologized to him and I didn't mean anything. He said, no, no. I guess we're all good. There was no. I guess need we're for that. all
1: good. Wow, and it wasn't. Totally, it's totally ridiculous. Oh, uh, like you know, people are very triggered nowadays.
0: He says, "Well, just be a little more mindful when you post something that you include all the races." Okay, I just. He <laughs> goes back. Are you saying oh, we can't do that? I said, "I'm not saying anything." It was a post to show some people at an event. Right. That's all it was. And I said to him, I said there were some Spanish people. He, said, yeah, he says. but you forgot the colored people in there. I said, I didn't forget anything. It just we didn't have the room. He said, and then he comes back. and says that's a likely excuse. And then after he chastises me for five more minutes, he's like, "All right, we're we're all good. Just just be mindful of this the next time." They're not gonna. There's not gonna be a next time because I'm not talking. No, about
1: it. <laughs> he he definitely earned his way out out of your life.
0: <laughs> he got blocked.
1: <laughs> yeah that's what I mean by that.
0: <laughs> yeah he he uh anybody that's gonna try to uh, now I put in all my um my because uh, I do lots of stuff not only do I do the the, the LinkedIn the Facebook by popular demand people have been asking me to do Instagram so I now create a John C. Morley Serial entrepreneur Instagram channel for yeah. those people that want that but you know I think some people are just a little nuts yeah. And what I say now on this is, hey, you know, I appreciate your constructive feedback, always looking to learn from each other. However, if your intent is to get to talk with me so you can connive me into buying one of your products or services, please stop because I'm going to block you. And I remember this one guy, he posts something, Marcus, and I said, I he, he posts something about uh, something with self-improvement. Mm-hmm. I came back and I gave him an answer and he says, well, if that triggered you, you need a coach. I said, I was just being polite and responding to your comment. He says, well, you must've responded to it for a reason. Yeah. I was just trying to agree with your point and explain to people that they need this. So you need a coach then.
1: (laughs) And he got that out of all of that.
0: <laughs> I, 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 now you know what? I don't even want to respond to some of these freaking people.
1: No, that, yeah, it, 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 this is weird times.
0: <laughs> well, speaking about weird times, yeah, <laughs> Twitter's launching new super follow on iOS.
1: That's even more weird
0: Yeah, so it's, we talked about this, it's now launching it. They're starting to roll out super follows, it's a new feature that lets users charge for subscriber only content so creators creators can set their tweets to go out to super followers only so what does that mean it means that your content will only go out to people to pay you
1: you you know what that almost sounds like you know uh it it sounds like you know a recipe for trouble because you know we know what happened with OnlyFans, and there's still there's still some some content on twitter that's not getting blocked
0: so they tested this out um, in February, and now they're ready to roll it out to the masses. I think it's a bad move.
1: I think it's very dangerous.
0: I think it's really very dangerous. But I have one other topic that's up my sleeve that I can't I can't leave uh, without saying um, before we wrap up, and that is uh, my good friend Elon Musk and his new uh, innovations. So the Elon Musk reveals the Tesla bot.
1: Yeah, I heard of this.
0: Um, and it's supposed to be like a human. They plan to have a humanoid robot prototype ready next year, and they want to create a 56 kg machine that isn't super expensive. 56 kilograms. To the retail the commercial application of the planned robot is to replace human jobs Mm -hmm. musk himself finds boring like ones working in factories but you know this is something very interesting um and this is going to come and i've got to give credit to uh this gentleman uh wayne phelps who will be a guest on our show uh in about another month or so, and that's the four D's that robots perform. Mm-hmm. And you know the four D's of of robotization. Okay, and you know what that is: dull, dirty, dangerous, and dear. So a job that a human doesn't want to get his or her hands involved in. Maybe checking sewer pipes or checking electrical lines or doing something in a monotonous way over and over and over again. That's pretty interesting. I wonder how much that's going to cost.
1: Well, he's definitely aiming at trying to make it make it inexpensive, so you know, um, he's looking at potential upside of um, getting these things in some plants, and um, I'm pretty sure there's going to be some some pretty hungry corporations that would love to have them.
0: Yeah, the question, though, is it going to kill jobs, though, Marcus? That's my concern.
1: Yeah, that, that's, that's the, the first bit, version, uh, he
0: says, is going to cost as much as about 50000 When it reaches the demand price, it'll be around two to three grand per robot.
1: But they believe
0: that the Tesla bot is going to have different software you're going to be paying for. Now, get this you may pay $10,000 a month or so for the ability to search for people in a house on a fire. At the end, you might pay $2 a month for the ability to pick a dandelion. Hmm. (laughs) So it sounds to me like they're going to give you a computer. But the computer is yeah. not going to have a lot of its features enabled.
1: Get to pick what you want.
0: You get to pick what you want. and You get to pay what you want. <laughs> yeah. But it's interesting so, how he's just, you know, he always starts another company. It's interesting, though, that he has like another company he wants to start. This is just what's this is what's a little fascinating to me.
1: Yeah.
0: You know that that, that he wants to do something like this. And I think where he's going is great, but I think we have to put some understanding to where these robots are going to be and what they're going to do.
1: Yeah, and that's something that, you know, um, many can spe- speculate about, and I, I think one one of the big concerns of, like, all humans is when it comes to AI and robots, is you know, uh, it's just just a fear of uh, you know of not knowing um, what they're gonna do because we, we you know we're, we're just consumers of them we're, we're not users of them.
0: Yes yeah, so I think what's gonna happen is he's gonna go after factories first. I then see that these robots are probably going to be leased out on a per hourly basis. To perform tasks. So let's say you're a robot owner. And you own 10 or 100 robots. Well you could then lease them out. To do services. I almost see it like replacing. Like the the handyman industry. Yeah. And he wants people to own these robots. Because then there will be maintenance on them. There will be warranty. There will be software. There will be updates. And that's a constant Cost. Yeah. And there's things on these robots that we learned are going to break down. And as they make a robot that's less money, well, we all know a car doesn't last forever. So is a robot going to last forever? No. but i have a hunch our friend mr i don't know mr Uh, bezos i just have a hunch we might see him he might pop in and decide he wants to build the uh amazon bot they're like two kids in a sandbox that can't get along they just fight
1: i think that's when it gets dangerous then because uh you know one might have uh a good robot, you know, and the other one might be building a robot based, you know, driven off of ego, and yes, and, it, and this can be get pretty ugly.
0: Yeah, and I think people don't understand, you know, the implications about the fact that you have to put time into making a robot. You can't just like, you know, snap your fingers and it's going to be built. Yeah, it takes time. It take time. I know that more and more people. As we think about technology and we think about evolving, there's a lot of people that don't want to adopt. They don't want to adopt. But I still see the biggest challenge of our world, markets, and I'll say it again. I've said it many times. Companies like the L and the other companies, they provide a service, but their people are not in the U.S. Now, I have nothing against that they're not in the U.S. What I have against them is that they hire people that don't actually know how to perform their tasks. You know, we have people like that in the United States. So it's not just over there. They just seem to have a a big plentiful pot of them. The best way to explain this is if you think of uh, some kids in high school and not irrespective of their age, but the culture is different. Um, I had a gentleman who worked for me for a while and suddenly he told me he doesn't want to work anymore. mean? Well, I got money for what I want to buy. I don't need to work anymore. And he decides he's not going to go to college. Hmm. <laughs> I don't know, Marcus. It's, it's very different. Yeah. They don't have a work mentality. You know? Yeah. And it's not because of age. It's because of the culture that they grew up in. I don't know what happened this last generation, but it's like they don't want to work. And you ask them to do something simple like throw out the trash. And if you don't tell them every piece that they have to throw out, oh, I didn't know you want me to throw the box out too. (laughs) All the trash. Oh, well, you didn't say that. I said, yeah, throw out the trash in the other room. Oh. Well, did you want me to throw it out now? Well, yes. Okay. Well, I'm actually getting ready to leave in five minutes. I don't know if I'm going to have time to do it all. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, are you are you are you are you serious? Are you kidding me? Oh, uh, but I could do it tomorrow. Um, just, don't worry about. It. Just, just, just go. Just, just, just go. You sure? Oh, I'm, I'm very sure. And I think that's what makes things a little bit challenging. Yeah. Um, we get people in our internship program a lot of times. We get a lot of good people. but We get some people. They interview them. And then you give them a date they're going to start. I had one that was going to start this week. And I call the person up to confirm. it's like, oh, um, I think my schedule changed. Well, you're on our calendar to start on Friday. Yeah, my schedule changed. Or are you going to let us know? Well, I would, but my schedule changed. What is it to call somebody and tell them that you're not interested in the program? The work ethic is just so different, Marcus. It is. You know,
1: um, it's it's definitely set up. You know, the the mentality is kind of set up for these robots to come in, almost
0: and the thing about the way the millennial generation works is that they're not about money they're very similar to my belief which is that we want to make things better but they have this attitude stuck so far up somewhere that they just don't want to be a team player you know i see this with people that are just a little bit younger than me. Mm. They have this attitude that, you know, if one thing is not in alignment, well, they suddenly are busy. I had somebody cancel an appointment. the other week said, so, oh, well, my week got really busy. So do you have time next week? And I'm just like, yes. And I give them the times. and I, And I don't fight about it. I don't, get crazy i'm like okay no problem but i just it makes me wonder that people have this kind of mentality i don't know why it is they just don't have respect for the culture and for people in it They have the station, Marcus, W-I-I-F-M. What's in it for me? And who can I screw to make sure I get the raise? What can I do to make sure I get the most money? That's not right. No, it's not. But it's still happening today.
1: Yeah.
0: It's still happening today. And I just wish people would have an understanding for others and also understand that everyone is in a melting pot and they all need to kind of work together but if you don't work together then you can have problems the other big challenge i think that's gonna happen our world with technology is going to be the medical challenge of uh home monitoring and the whole idea of the doctor going away and it becoming all virtual visits yeah now this was coming way before COVID. It had nothing to do with COVID. but an interesting thing happened marcus when we talked about china china would not reveal anything to the investigation to the u.s And would not help them. But yet... They claim... That it was the United States that caused it. Which they didn't. Mm -hmm. It's just a lot of mudslinging and name throwing. That's, That's all I can just relate with this. It's a very different world. I think people have to understand that there's a common courtesy and a respect and if you can't at least have that courtesy i mean i don't know i'm speechless because i think people they have to learn that courtesy they have to learn that courtesy well we're just about at the top of our hour here with another great show with us being in the first Monday, uh, Friday, excuse me, of, uh, St. Of, um, September. And, uh, can you believe that Monday's going to be Labor Day weekend?
1: Yeah. Um, boy, we, another holiday coming up and what do you, what do you do?
0: <laughs> you know, I think the most important thing is, is that, and I've said this before, you have to focus on what you want to do. And if there's other people on your chessboard and they're in your way, well, you're going to have to move around them. Well, you know, I don't say you got to replace them, but you're going to have to work around them until you find people that are going to work with you. Because I feel that there's just going to be a lot of opponents out there that are supposed to be on your team, but they're not really on anybody's team. They're not on offense and on defense. Like what side are you playing on? Like, like, what are you doing? Are, are are you on this side, this team? Or are you on that side? Or are you throwing the ball? Or are you catching the ball? Or are you on? Oh, I don't know. And yes, you got to shame. at least know your plan. I really
1: do. Yeah, that's a shame.
0: <laughs> well, before we do wrap up, I do want to take a moment to uh, thank our sponsor, uh, Everyone Wins Foundation. Again, that's E-V-E-R-Y, the number one, dot org. So if you have um a charitable organization and you're looking for a new way um to get donations whereby you don't have to deal with money uh being collected uh all they do is is they collect the money and they provide the products to you which is even better because you don't have to go buy anything this is perfect if you're doing like like a toys for tots or or something like that and the best part of it is they're accountable there's complete transparency And everyone's going to win. So uh, go check them out. It's E-V-E-R-Y, the number one wins, dot org. And the best part of all is it's completely free to start raising funds for your charitable organization. Well, we have had another great show. And um, if you have an idea for a show, go to jmore.com, Let us know about that idea under the reach out area. And if you have an idea for a product you want us to unbox, let us know. Uh, if we're interested, we'll let you know. You can send us the product, prepaid, donate it to us. We'll do an unboxing uh, and a review. Be sure to check out all of our other channels like uh, j Moore Reviews Channel, j Moore Unboxing Channel, um, previous j Moore Tech Talk shows, and check out many of my other motivational channels that are around. Uh, it has been another great show, Marcus. It's been great being with you. And, I just wish everyone a very happy, healthy, and of course a safe, uh, Labor Day weekend. Absolutely. Yeah. Put a, put a, put a hot dog or a steak on the barbecue <laughs> for me and I'll, uh, I'll be over. No, A1 sauce, just a regular, just a rather, uh, thing with a little marinated, uh, sauce on would be perfect. And if you want to put a baked potato on there it would be great. If it' not too much to ask, maybe, a. Uh, homemade apple pie with some ice cream. Would be great. <laughs> but if you can't do that, I'll, I'll be happy with a hot dog or something.
1: You're getting me hungry, John.
0: <laughs> well, we got to say goodbye, everyone. Happy Labor Day, everyone. And uh, we will see you soon. Uh, hope you guys enjoyed all the great sun we had today. It was like the only day of the week we had sun. So we'll be back next Friday night, same time, 5.30 PM Eastern on September 10th. And don't forget, Tune in tomorrow morning for our pod show at uh, is it 10 a.m. 10, 10,
1: 10 a.m. Central.
0: 10 a.m. Central and 11 a.m. Eastern time. So yep. check that out and uh, see many of our shows that were put into a condensed format for our, uh, our podcast. And we will see you next week with another great show. Have a great labor day, everyone. Thank you for tuning in to the Jay Moore Weekly Technology Show, where we answer your questions about how technology is supposed to work and sometimes why you have challenges getting it to work that way. For more IT support and tips, just text IT support to 88811. That's IT support to 88811 and you'll get tips on technology. I'll see you next week right here on the J. Tech Talk Show. Remember, jmor.com.